Chapter 1 Seth came through the rift of power into the other land. His horse was running strong and proud, and there was a shout of triumph on his lips. Then he saw what he'd not expected. Luther, the Duke of Twin Plains, was here with him. He'd expected the man to be transported to a different field or place within this land, but here he was instead, struggling to control his bucking mount as it fought against him. The black horse reared as he tried to gain control of the frightened beast. The duke looked frantically at his hands and leg positioning, struggling hard with the reins. Seth's horse was upon him without a thought. Often a battle like this came down to the horse rather than the man, and Seth had trained the one he rode himself. The white charger lived up to its name as it hit the stronger black horse hard, and knocked it back with tremendous force as it stood in fear on its two hind feet. Seth had drawn his broadsword from the leather scabbard on his back in a fluid movement, and he plunged its sharpened tip into Luther's chest with ease. The steel blade entered deeply into his body, right up to the metal hilt, with the full momentum of the charging horse behind it. Luther had a moment to look up, his eyes wide with shock, meeting Seth's for only a second, before toppling off his black horse to the snow. Dead. It was over. Blood dripped slowly from the silver blade of Seth's broadsword as he looked at the body. The hotness of his blood slowly dimmed as he realised the full extent of what had just happened. The man was indeed dead. Luther, Duke of Twin Plains, the man who had threatened to bring his army and friends grinding down on Seth, was now a lifeless corpse in the snow, the victim of a bad horse and worse timing. The black horse had run off into the snowy landscape and was lost to sight in moments long before Seth had prepared to dismount. Pulling his feet from the stirrups, Seth slowly dismounted his own white charger and led it to the body of the duke. His chainmail armour was puckered and gripped into the wound. It might have deflected a glancing blow, but not one with the force Seth and a charging horse could deliver. With hands shaking from the cold of the land, he reached around Luther's neck and drew forth a gold chain that held a small pouch as well as the coin within. With a single movement, Seth pulled it from his dead neck. The coin felt hot through the pouch. He was free now. This man would never hurt his friends. His army was somewhere else, without their leader, and they wouldn't act without him. The only threat left was the coin. If he managed to return using its power, how long before another from the guild rose to take it? It had to stay here. He held the side of the coin he'd stolen from Elizabetha and looked at it in his hand. It was bright and silver. He tipped the other out of the duke's pouch and into his other hand, looking at them side by side. They were so different. One was black and scorched, as if it had been burnt many times. The other bright, polished and clean. As they lay in his hands, they grew warmer and warmer, and as the metal heated, he saw what looked like the symbol of a sun on the silver one and a crescent moon on the other. Before Seth could take them out of his hands, the heat became so intense that he collapsed, screaming out suddenly in pain. Seth plunged his hands into the deep white snow to stop the burning, but the coins were scorching into his skin and stuck to the charred flesh like a red-hot brand. Seth screamed and screamed until suddenly the pain abated, as quickly as it had come. He pulled his hands from the snow and looked at them. They were unburned, but each held a deep scar. A sun with shining rays on his right, and the moon on the left. The coins were gone, and whether they were a part of him now, he didn't know. 
but he'd never been one to overthink these things. Seth knew there was no way he was going back, but likewise neither was that power. He thought of his friends, Elizabetha, the boys, Dagosh, the cold death, and fine Minsetta, who had been moved against him. He felt filled with calm for the first time in an age. He'd done right. His friends were safe forever, so long as he stayed here and let the power be forgotten. Looking into the distance, he only saw snowfall and white. Still, he remounted and urged his horse on faster. Whatever was here, he'd face it as well. Northerners never just lay down and died. She sat bolt upright in the snow when she heard the sound. A heartbeat. No, two heartbeats. They were like gongs banging away in the dark, and she could hardly ignore them in a land where she'd not heard that sound in what seemed an age. 